Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Dan, happy Saturday. Saturday, Dan. Good to have you here yet again. Yeah, it's great to be here. Haley comes back, I don't know quite when, I think the beginning of September, so... I thought you'd be, like, counting the days. Well, I didn't want to do that in front of you. I've got I've got spreadsheets and stuff that tell me exactly when you'll be gone. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. You've done really well. I've appreciated the help all through the summer. Yeah, you say that right in front of me. but I have to, right? It's, yeah. It's right. how it works. So anyway, yes, thanks for being here. We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to cover today. At the end of the show, I'll be interviewing Kevin Herman from Benjamin Moore talking about Command. It's a product that I've wanted to talk about for a while, just haven't gotten around to it. I snagged Kevin at one of our outings. We have a bunch of contractor, customer appreciation events that we do all summer long. And at one of them, I thought, hey, I've got recording equipment in the car. Let's record this interview right here. So we do that. I've got that coming up. That's really fun. What I really, the whole reason I mentioned that is because I wanted to brag about something. Uh-huh. Because at that event that we talked about, now this is all in the past, this oh. all has already happened, <laughs> but at that event, we mentioned in the interview at the end of the show, you'll hear it, we talk about a dunk tank that's at the Lakewood store. And I ended up getting in the dunk tank and people dunked me, people dunked other people. It was really fun. The Lakewood store came up with that idea on their own and it was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Ton absolutely of fun. cool. Ton of fun. My favorite part of it though was me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the very end, uh, we put one of our guys, Peter, he's been on the radio. He works with me a little bit. Peter Ogle from Repcolite. He got in the dunk tank and said I could take six throws at him. Uh-huh. I sunk Peter six times. <laughs> six throws. People were gathered around. The crowds were in awe. Yeah, absolutely. TV Set stations a world were trying record. to get there in time to film it. It was amazing. It was my one moment of glory. And I'm embracing it, and I want to make sure I talked about it on the radio. (laughs) All right, so we got all of that coming up later. But right now, Dan, we wanted to talk all summer long. We had this big roadmap of what we were going to cover and a lot of great things. I mean, man, some good stuff. Now, we didn't get to any of that, so the people really missed out. (laughs) And we did what we did. But we, one of the things that we had wanted to talk about were staycations. We wanted to give some ideas of things to do at the beginning of the summer if you weren't going away for vacation. Right. We didn't really get to any of that. No, summer's pretty much done, so (laughs) we're not going to do that. But we've got the next best thing. We have dug up, and we didn't have to dig too hard because these are some pretty big events, but we found some Michigan events that I don't think I knew about any of these, and these are huge. Now, that's not saying anything because I live in a box for the most part. But (laughs) these are some big events, and we're going to talk about them. These are things that you can do on a road trip, a day trip. I should say. Everything's a road trip. Even going to the store is a road trip. (laughs) Just a weekend. This this is a day trip, just a weekend. Lots of fun stuff. The first one that we're going to hit is happening on the east side of the state on Woodward Avenue. And to help us do that, you've already heard him laughing along with us, enjoying the show. Scott Hudgens from our Birmingham store. Scott, thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, Scott, on location here at the Birmingham store. Normally, I've been on site with Scott. This time, I didn't want to drive all the way out there for that. I didn't want to do a road trip. (laughs) To talk about road trips. Yeah. So anyway, we got Scott on the phone. And Scott, basically, this is something that you have pitched to us from the very first time I met you. You were already talking about this event, and we're going to get to it. It's all happening on Woodward Avenue. And if if people are in the know, they already know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. If you don't, it's going to be pretty exciting. But before we get to all of that, 
We do have a couple of interesting things I didn't realize about Woodward Avenue. Firsts, big time firsts yeah. that happened on Woodward, Woodward Avenue. I'm going to struggle saying that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> For one thing, Woodward Avenue is the first mile of concrete highway in the world. And right. it was built between Six Mile Road and Seven Mile Road in 1909. And it replaced a road surface that consisted of dirt and wood planks, which feels like what a lot of our roads feel like. <laughs> but it replaced that, and it cost, at that point, $14,000. So the first concrete mile in the wow. world. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Another thing that's interesting, it's the first uh, place that a tricolor four-way traffic light was invented and used. We had two-color lights, green and red. Oh, no, no yellow. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> no yellows to blow through. <laughs> no, no. And then we came up with the yellow light. Uh, let's see, who was that? William Potts. He was a traffic officer, invented that yellow light, probably wanted to write out a few more tickets or uh, maybe not, maybe less tickets. But anyway, the, the whole three-color light was used on uh, with the railroads, and he just adapted it oh. and put it to use there. And it was the first, first time we saw one of those was on Woodward and Fort Street in 1920. Absolutely wow. amazing. So, yeah, some interesting stuff. Now let's get to, it's not really a first, but it's a really big, huge, gigantic event. It's the biggest single-day automotive event in the world. The Woodward Dream Cruise takes place when, Scott? Saturday, uh, August? August 19th. Uh, it's, it's always a one-day event, but as you probably know or have read about i know that a lot of listeners uh probably know especially if they're over here um it, it's it's literally it's uh, different cities and and it's an event that kind of starts the beginning of august really uh and then goes from there so it's uh it's it's a big deal even though the dream cruise itself is only one day all right so a lot of the people on the east side the show plays everywhere scott so you are being heard michigan wide <laughs> For the most part, on the east side and the west side. Let's just be real honest here. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, you know, so obviously the the, the whole thing about Woodward and, and, and going way back was, was uh, you know, even people just racing and drag racing. But did you know back in 1848, they had young carriage drivers would race along Woodward even way back then? I had read that in prepping for this, but I didn't dig into it too too deeply. That's pretty fun to think about. Yeah, cruising that is, in that's your amazing. wagon. <laughs> that's uh, but 1958. They were talking about uh, um, you know in the 50s, obviously the 60s. It was just a thing that a lot of people did. Well, well obviously, and and I thought this was uh, created myself, even being over on the east side here. I thought this was created way back when uh, with this dream cruise, but it wasn't. It was something that was created as late as 1994 was when the first Woodward Dream Cruise actually the the sponsored event actually happened. Okay, so the um, first one was 1994. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. You know, the east side of the state, I was assuming everybody was pretty aware of it. And on the west side, maybe we don't know, but maybe not everybody knows everything about it. So it's relatively yeah. new, 28 years yeah. or yeah. So. so. I think this is the 28th year of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. It's uh, it's it really is. It's it's turned into a big, mega thing. It it really is the the world's largest one day automotive event. Uh, uh and and it and it just builds and builds and builds. And besides the the, the couple of years with with the COVID uh, uh happening, it 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 
came right back and and we have so many people here uh we have so many uh there's so many sponsors all the all the radio stations all the all the tv stations they all have a hub at about uh, 13 mile in woodward which is kind of the central point of this um it travels um all the way uh south of eight mile and it goes all the way uh through pontiac so pretty much detroit to pontiac on woodward um is the trek and uh and there's so many uh other things obviously there's vendors out uh there's a lot of people walking and and when you're at a store like ours and it's paint it really is like you have no choice really but to embrace this and that's what we do at, at we got two stores over here on the east side uh we have the birmingham location repco light and then we have the pontiac location and both of them are affected by this cruise so let's take advantage of that and let's let's in, in, invite the people into the stores that are walking by so, so what so you have like food what do you do well, what we do is we've been doing the uh, the same thing uh, uh, pretty much for for 15 plus years, and and that is uh, we have a spread, we have uh, food, uh, we have drinks, but uh, um, not pop and water drinks. Okay. okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and, and it's, it's a cruise uh, after all. That's that's right. Um, but but it's uh, we open up that we have these big windows at our store um, that that you can see right through and and out onto the uh, out onto the street. There's a lot of cars that park in the parking lot. Obviously, you see those. But uh, it's really a point to hey, we're here. Uh, we're gonna enjoy it. We're gonna we're gonna allow you to come in if you want to come in and 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 enjoy some food. If you want to get a pop, if you want to get some water, we're here for you. Especially since uh, you know it's in the summer, so it's going to be hot more than likely and and so that's what we do generally is is just invite people in um if they if they're there to purchase paint um or anything obviously we're, we're here for them but uh all in all we're just here for everybody period and we're opening up our doors right. uh, as we've done in the past okay so if you swing out and you want to look at what's going on you're definitely welcome to stop out at either the birmingham store or the pontiac store they've got some refreshments things like that scott we're going to take a break right now and when we come back, what I want to dig into is what people are coming to see. You know, there's a lot going on, and I don't think we've even scratched the surface of what people could encounter. So can you hang with us over the break? Absolutely. All right. We'll be back in just a minute with Scott Hudgens talking about the Woodward Dream Cruise and what you could expect to see if you swing out on August 19. That's all just ahead. Stick around. back you're listening to the repco light home improvement show sponsored by benjamin moore and dan and i are on the phone with scott hudgens the manager of our birmingham store scott Hello. thanks for hanging with us over the break yeah and yeah what we're trying to do or what we're doing in this segment and the last segment is just talking about a major event the the world's biggest automotive event it's happening in, on woodward avenue on the east side of the state on august 19 is when it takes place. Scott, you've got your stores open to let people enjoy the show, basically, and get some drinks yeah. and stuff. But let's talk about what they would be enjoying. You know, we, we've not really covered any of that. What does this look like? What is the world's biggest automotive event? Oh, and goodness. what does that mean for me? Why do I want to go, Scott? You've got a couple minutes. Make it good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 
listen i mean everybody's here uh you got you got uh you got musical acts at various locations you have you have obviously food vendors and food trucks galore you have uh you have literally uh miles and miles of of cars to look at and and just walking up and down the sidewalk woodward um a lot of the uh a lot of these uh off the wall cars we're not just talking about muscle cars we're not just talking about uh, uh cars from the 50s and the 60s we're, we're talking about even just weird types of vehicles too i mean it's it's here for everybody the people dress up people you know you got that word cosplay and people people do all that here too and you literally it's like walking into a circus with a bunch of cars there's so much going on um and and then there's events there's there's events throughout not only on saturday itself but but uh, the Friday before, there's an event on the uh, uh, towards the end of the trek over by our Pontiac location. Uh, there's there's a place called the M1 Concourse that that does a a, a big huge thing. They're doing this 70th anniversary Cor- Corvette uh, extravaganza and, and and all this stuff, and and they do drag racing. It's it literally is just everything you can think of is here. There's there you can get shirts, you can get you can get food, you can get drinks, you can get uh, just all up and down obviously if you're a car guy this is the place to be but even if you're not a car person uh this just looking at the people and seeing it and doing some people watching is is oh, yeah. really fun as well no, it's I, a spectacle really it is so how many have you attended scott well because <laughs> you work at the store I, uh, well, for about eight years so i know you've seen right. eight of them for sure i've seen eight <laughs> um yes i've been i've been here to a couple of them even before then um it's it's grew into something even more astronomical uh than than it ever has before um but but no it, it's you know you, i've been here it's 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 grown so much it's it literally is so much going on you i can't even put it into words it is just it's it's ridiculous it it if you have the time obviously it's it's something that you're going to make a day of it's not something that you're going to come in and spend an hour because parking is just crazy and and crazy good unless you know somebody (laughs) is it crazy good is that what you're saying it's just Uh, like crazy easy to park or no it's 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 tough if you're if you're going to come to the dream cruise and you're going to spend time and 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 make a day of it and and walk along and and start from the beginning at about eight o'clock in the morning all the way till then that's one thing but if you plan on coming by at about one o'clock in the afternoon it's got to be planned uh you know there's there's some public parking structures in certain areas but it's always good to know somebody and and you know if you know somebody who works or, or you know along the stretch if you know people in the in the subdivisions uh with uh, among that trek uh, of woodward um uh, obviously that's what you're looking for <laughs> that way you know you got a place where you can drop your car off and 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 walk and walk the the walk the walk sure um when we open up our doors here it's it's literally because Man, if if you don't embrace it, you're you're literally just kind of being a stick in the mud. And 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 so we decided that that's what we were gonna do. And from this point forward, that's what we've done. It's it's just uh, people come in. There's sometimes there's there's uh, sales going on. Sometimes there's things that we do. Um, you know, some uh, winning some kind of a prize. We've done that before at the store. Um, so especially if you're coming to our location. Okay. Um, but people, like you said, people that know 
know. Um, and, and people that don't need to get here and, and, and at least experience it for themselves at least once. So we got a couple minutes left, uh, probably yeah, two to three, maybe four. Favorite moments that stand out, you know, something really cool that you saw, something that will paint the picture for people listening and make them want to get there despite the fact that parking is not crazy good or whatever you said, <laughs> you know, what are some of the favorite um, things you've seen? Yes. Uh, well, you know what? You, there's there's celebrities, uh, you know, and, and you have and you have uh, you have musical acts and, you know, at Royal Oak, uh, like I said, around 13 mile, which is a, about a mile south from where we are. All the TV stations are there. They you, you get to be able to interact with with the people that you've watched on TV for, for a while. Um, you know, that's a big thing for me is seeing famous people and seeing celebrities and seeing musical acts. Well, this has um, to be pretty, impo- pretty powerful for for you being on on the the show with Dan and I, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> major celebrity. Like, wow, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh yeah, but, I can yes. see the sarcasm, even yeah. though it's radio and you're far away. So you like that? What about cars? I want to know some of the coolest things you've seen. Well, I'm going to tell you what. The one thing about me is that I I get more involved in the um the the oddities there was a van that was uh that was upside down and driving backwards going down woodward really Uh, there was yeah (laughs) it was it was in the local papers around here uh there was uh there was a a guy who created made his whole vehicle into just a big spongebob character um there, there was one, I'm not going to name any names of the company, but there was this huge, uh, uh, it looked like a big, huge shopping cart. It was probably about 15 feet tall, and it was it was going down. It looked just like a big shopping cart driving down Woodward. Cool. Um, those are the things that I like. Those are the things that I normally will sit there and stop, take a picture of, uh, because my wife is not a car person yeah but she does like things like that so i make it a point to uh to look out for the uh, the oddities that's yeah. the big thing for me and you're going to see way more than that every year it seems to grow and grow and grow and, and those are the those are the eye catchers all right so that's coming up august 19 you can find more information where's that website dan uh woodward dream cruise yeah I think that's just it, right? Yeah. WoodwardDreamCruise.com. Yeah. Check it out up. there. And, yeah, get more information on that. Like Scott said, he's got some events planned at his store, drinks and other things, popping water. Yeah. Just to spoiler <laughs> alert, that's what we mean by drinks. Scott, we're going to let you go, and you can get back to doing what you do. And maybe some yes, of sir. our listeners will swing by and see you on the 19th. Thanks for hanging I'm out with us. Here. Thanks, I'm Scott. Here. All right, take care. All right, we're going to take a break. Our West Side listeners, you're going to get news and weather at the bottom of the hour. East Side listeners, you're going to get a Repcolite Rewind. And when we all get back together, we're going to talk about weeds. Weeds in the driveway. Right. We'll tell you how to get rid of them inexpensively. That's all next. Stick around. Well, Dan, I have a lot of frustrations in my life. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I've got that. a great big long list, but one of them involves the weeds in my driveway. Yeah. You're, you're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And yeah, I've got a yard that's really pretty nice. You know, it's really not my doing. I, I do what I can to maintain it. It's the people who own the house ahead of me, really oh. invested <laughs> in the in-ground sprinkling and all of that. 
Oh, and so, so I just need to push buttons and make it work. Right. And yeah, I have to mow sometimes three times a week. Wow. Last week, my son mowed on Friday, and I had to mow Saturday evening. It was really? that insane. Yes, and it was a noticeable difference as I was mowing again. So that's a little frustrating, but that's fun frustration because right. the yard looks like a paradise. Beautiful. Yes. Unlike my yard. Yes, yours is a barren <laughs> wasteland. Right. It's horrible. <laughs> but my driveway is full of, you know, cracks and whatnot. Even the, the dividers between the, the different slabs, full of weeds. Full yeah. of weeds. Drives me nuts. Looks terrible. And I've tried a number of things. Normally, I'm trying to pull them out. Right. And at Dad, at when I where I grew up, you know, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, and I think it was a gravel driveway. We still had the weeds in that, and Dad would just pour gas on them and burn them all. Yeah, Dad, right. Dad solved most of his problems with fire. Use a propane torch <laughs> and burn them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that kind of thing. I'm not going to do that. And I tried at the beginning of the year something that I thought was going to just nail this problem once and for all. I got Roundup, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that this chemical, you know, weed killer is going to just do a, a miraculous end-it-all job, and it didn't. I sprayed the whole thing down, and yes, the weeds died, but it turned out just about several weeks later, they're all back again. Really? And that, yeah, that is not the normal experience with Roundup, is no, it? No, no, because I did the same thing recently, well, earlier this summer, late yeah. spring, and they're dead. They they're have dead. not come back. Yeah, I looked into it a little bit, and I think there's a number of things going on. Some of them, I'm not sure about the driveway. I don't know if I can explain that one. There were a couple other beds that I hit with Roundup that I didn't care. I didn't want anything to grow in these areas. There's right. pine trees there. I don't want the weeds. There's no other flowers. And so I hit those with Roundup, too, and they all came back very quickly. And when I dug into it, it sounds like there's probably seeds already in the earth, oh. things that the Roundup didn't get, so I'd have to hit it again. And it was expensive. It's not an inexpensive right. purchase. So I was really bummed about that. And you were digging into it a little bit because we were talking about this kind of prepping for this segment. And there's – I always knew there's safety concerns with right. things like Roundup. But you ran into a number of things that kind of make you pause a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It may not be the uh, safest chemical to use. And and it's in such widespread use that there is concern about the fact that it's in all of our bodies. It's in all the ground. It's everywhere. Yeah, maybe the ground is now resistant. Well, that's it. You know, plants have been, since the 90s, um, crops have been engineered to resist Roundup. So it gets used on every crop now. So, yeah, plants become safe? resistant. There's okay. super weeds out there now. All right. Well, I probably, everything else you in my house super is weeds. super, so I'm sure the weeds <laughs> are super too. But with all of that said, you know, you talked about, is it the EU? Yeah, it's, they're on the verge of banning Roundup all right. or glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup. All right. Now, we're not going to go down that road and, and throw all of those things out there. We're just reporting. Yeah, right. That right. is just, out there. So. Yep. Is Roundup scary? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is it's expensive. That's where the rubber meets the road for me. <laughs> I don't care if it burns my hands off. If it's cheap, I'll use it. Now, I found something that worked really well, and this worked better than the Roundup for me. I'm sure this is you know, anecdotal. This is my situation, and maybe a second round of Roundup would have been fine in my driveway. But this was super cheap and super easy. I found a gallon of white vinegar. So I bought that very inexpensive, and you can find vinegar, you know, just off the shelf with five percent acidity. 
Yeah. And that, that will work fine. You can go find horticultural vinegar, super vinegar, that is more concentrated, and that will work better and faster yet. So horticultural. Horticultural vinegar, yes. Interesting. Yes, that is available. A little more expensive, still not terrible. And you could use that in a little bit of a dilution. I was using the regular vinegar straight. But I took a gallon of vinegar, a cup of salt, and here you're getting cheap old table salt. Right. You're not going with Epsom salts or anything. Epsom sea salt, salt, pink salt, Himalayan pink salt. Right. You don't need to go to the Himalayas. <laughs> you don't need to squeeze a sheep or anything like that. I don't know where salt could come from, from a sheep. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> just move on from that. Just get cheap table salt, a cup of that, and then just a table of dish, de- or a tablespoon, not a table, a table of dish detergent. I just want like a picnic size table full of cans of dish detergent. And that'll be good. No, just a <laughs> tablespoon of right. dish detergent. And what that's there to do is it contains surfactants that break down any protective coatings on, on the, the weeds. Plant. And it helps it stick to it a little bit longer. Right. So anyway, I took that mix, put it in a little garden sprayer, shook it up a long time. The salt takes a little- To get the salt to dissolve. Yeah, it, it does a little, uh, it does a faster job in vinegar than it does in just plain water. But it did take a little bit of shaking. My arms got tired. I moderately fit. So you guys gauge how that would work for you and your situation. Once I was ready to go, hit the driveway with all of that, you know, all the little cracks, all the places that the weeds were. And about a day later, they were already shriveled. And by a few more days, they're just popping out of the ground. I can pull them out really easily. It killed it down to the roots. And the idea is that the salt is going to prevent them from coming back. I'm not sure that I buy into that entirely. You have to wait and see, I guess. I'll have to wait and see. I'm not expecting that. I know that salt could be potentially damaging on driveways, but I think the percentages and the amounts that I'm using are minimal. Right. And I'm not concerned about that. I could use this in a flower bed with the salt mixture as long as I don't want anything to grow there. Including the flowers. Right. Salt (laughs) will go after that stuff, too. Um, I would probably, if I'm going to grow, you know, soil and all of that, I'd probably leave the salt out of it. And just hit it with straight vinegar. That will work. Again. And then the plants will be okay? No, 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 no. You still need to be careful. I'm just not salting the earth at that point. Oh, it's not having this long-term effect. Yeah. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can check out the recipe for that if you want to kill the weeds in your driveway. Now, right now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a product from Benjamin Moore called Command. A lot of great applications. And it's all next. Stick around. And we're back. You're listening to the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And Dan, we're going to do something a little strange. Okay. I was Well, it's not that strange. <laughs> okay, good. I, I was at a luncheon for our contractors. We do those during the summers, and I'm, I'm setting up tables and trying to host everything and make sure everything goes smoothly. And I was at our Lakewood location this past week, and I was able to snag an interview with Kevin Herman, our Benjamin Moore rep, about a new product. Well... Not terribly new. It's a product that I haven't talked about on the radio yet, Command from Coratech. So I'm going to play that interview, and you're just going to wait and listen. Okay. Um, All right. And then we're going to come back at the end and kind of talk a little bit more about the product. Okay. Right, Right now, here's the interview I recorded the other day. And we're back. We're actually, I'm actually on location at our Lakewood store. So if you hear a lot of weird road noise and just sound, the sound of nature, it's because we're outside 
really living the dream. I'm with Kevin Herman from Benjamin Moore. It's beautiful out right now. It is beautiful out. You consider car traffic noise the sound of nature? No, but there are maybe You birds. are a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love the sound of the trucks going by. <laughs> Just reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Now, anyway, Kevin, we're at a luncheon. Uh, by the time this airs, the luncheon will long be over, but it's, mm-hmm. at, it's at our Lakewood location. I'm kind of excited because behind me there's a dunk tank. Yeah, we can tell everybody's going to be a lot of great food, but they're going to miss it because it'll be over. It's right. It's yeah. just really weird, but I want to explain the noise and the weird sound. Anyway, Kevin, you're here, and I wanted to talk about a product that I've noticed in our stores for a while. I've been mm-hmm. meaning to talk to you about it for a long time, but I haven't gotten to it. So Command yep. from... Coratech. Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit. Oh, and well, I first said of all, Kevin, happy Saturday. Yes, man. Kevin's got to introduce some, you know, t- t- greet me with the happy Saturday. That's his thing. And I don't even know that I introduced you to the people. I just said, Kevin Herman, you're our territory rep from Benjamin Moore. I'm your favorite Benjamin Moore rep on this side of the state. Right. That's exactly the only one there is, but we're pretty happy mostly with you. <laughs> so you speak from authority. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Coratech's command. And first, yeah. let's just start talking about Coratech. So Coratech is a a a brand of Benjamin Moore. It happens to be our you know light industrial maintenance line. Okay. Right. So you have some epoxies, some direct to metal acrylics, um, things like Command, which is a urethane acrylic that has a wide uh, use of maintenance coatings, but we can use it for other things as well. Okay. So let's talk about what makes Command different from other things out there, what sets it apart. So Command is a waterborne product, so we can sell it virtually anywhere. We don't have to worry about the VOC regulations. Um, It's already fairly low VOC. It's a urethane acrylic. So, so what does that mean to the regular people? Well, Although you were well, going to say that. I think most that. of us understand, yes, what uh, acrylics are hard, you know, latex coatings. Mm-hmm. Um, the urethane gives it quite a bit more flexibility, a lot better abrasion resistance, and also much greater adhesion. Okay. So a urethane acrylic mm-hmm. command, where do we want to go from here? Let's talk about, like, maybe where DIYers, homeowners, mm-hmm. might find a use for this, and then we'll talk about professional uses yeah so uh, it comes in two finishes first of all there's a high gloss and there's a satin finish we might get a semi-gloss here in the future gallons and fives primarily but i think we'll also see quartz in the future which would be nice for homeowners doing smaller projects anything where you're looking for either an interior exterior hard product whether it's handrails or gutters inside you could do cabinets or trim or other things like that um it, it's very versatile, right? It has excellent adhesion, excellent abrasion resistance, very durable product, that great color retention because of the Gen X colorants. So it gives us a wide range of things we can put it on. All right. So you talk about uh, great adhesion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an Insulex product we talk about all the time. Sticks, yes. it's a primer. Yep. Is it comparable, not comparable? Well, I mean, it, generically, they're fairly similar. The Sticks is a urethane acrylic. Remember the adhesion, the yeah, flexibility, yeah. and all that stuff. So that's the same thing we have in Command. Command is just a, uh, it has quite a bit more resin and has actually quite a bit more urethane. So it's a very hard finish coat. Okay, so it will bond as well. Mm-hmm. Do I need to, I mean, if I'm using Command, I can skip sticks. You don't. There's no need for sticks no, with Command. Is yep. there a need for a primer? I guess it depends on well, the situation, Well, it would depend. Right? If you had a bleeding situation, a bleed through, <laughs> sorry. Normally when I'm working, it's a bleeding situation. Something's I'm talking caught. about, you know, it's a paint terminology, right? That has to do with tannin bleeding or rust stains or some water damage stains coming through. If you have a situation like that, you're going to want to use a primer to block that. 
Because this isn't made to block stains. Okay, so you mentioned for homeowners, DIYers, things like cabinets, railings, all of those situations. Now, Mm -hmm. let's talk about very quickly command, you know, on on cabinets. If you were to give us a list, because that's Mm -hmm. that's one of those projects people, their ears perk up a little bit. Mm -hmm. A lot of us have that on the radar. Yes. If we had a top three, four lists of products, where would you Uh, rank command in that list? So generally what I'm recommending for cabinets would be scuff X if people are spraying them because we've had such fantastic success with that. Um, Advance, if they're brushing and rolling, you could spray it as well. But that's a very... Um, easy product for homeowners to use because it has a lot of open time. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, probably the next one would be cabinet coat would be my top. Three. And that's from that's ins- from Benchmore, and that's also a urethane acrylic. Just has, okay. doesn't have quite the amount of urethane that the Command does. So those would be my top three. Command can be used. The difference is going to be how quickly you can touch it and put it back into service and recoat it. So it's a 15 minute dry to touch. That's Command. Yes. Does that make it crazy hard to work with? It, uh, if you're trying to brush out or roll out a large area, yeah, that would probably be a little bit of a challenge to keep up with. But, you know, a, a, a cabinet door, you could do that easily. Um, it can also be sprayed. Okay. If you really want a quick turnaround, we can recoat this stuff in an hour. So dry to touch in 15 minutes, recoat in an hour. So if we're looking for productivity, production, then we probably want to go with command. And okay. I'd see that maybe as like a, uh, if somebody has some properties and they want to paint their cabinets and get the property back into, you know, it's a rental situation sure. or something like that. Command would probably work very well for that. But All right. we have three other products maybe a little bit better for the average homeowner. That's what I wanted to kind of get yeah. out there. So now let's talk about uh, using command in the professional mm-hmm. field. You know, where would we see that being used? Where I mean, people are already, who are in that field, already see some of the advantages yes. to it. But spell it out for us. So it, it, primarily this is developed for maintenance built, uh, you know, painting. So if, if you have... Uh, uh, a place where you don't want to shut down the factory for very long, right? You want to get the handrails painted and get it back into service quickly. This is low odor, so it's not going to offend anybody. It's easy to use, soap and water cleanup. Paint those handrails. An hour later, people can put their hands on them, or you could recoat them if you wanted to. Still would need primer fitness. if yep. there's a rust situation if there's or a rust something situation like that. Or a bleed-through type stain situation. So um, We can put it on floors. Yeah, talk about that. That's kind of so interesting. If we have a, uh, say, let's say a warehouse or something like that where the floors are already painted but they need to be freshened up, we clean them, we put a little profile on them with scuffing, and then we top coat that with the command high gloss, and 24 hours later we can be driving forklifts on it. And durable? It'll hold up very to that? Very durable. It's a, it, it's a very nice product. I would hesitate to recommend it for homeowners. This in a garage could maybe requires a bit more preparation, a little faster for them to work with, and it probably is going to get some hot tire pickup pickup and or staining, and that's the staining is more what I would probably see. Is it overkill for like a basement floor? Uh, you could do it on a basement floor. I don't think it would be overkill. All right. It would be a nice, uh, durable acrylic. All right, so command. What couple of places that you've seen it used really, really successfully in the field? Um, in the field, uh, a lot of this has been commercial things. We've had uh, a fair number of companies that make displays that use command because they can turn it around so quickly. In fact, uh, I think one, um, the display went off to Florida, and people were walking on it shortly after it was painted and installed, and it held up fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. It's yeah. just so many things. You know, we bring it up not because everybody out there is going to be rushing to the store to grab <laughs> their quarts of command. There are no quarts yet. No. But someday, lining up, waiting yes. for their quarts of command, we bring it up just because there's the range of products 
you know what what between Benjamin Moore and all the pro- the companies you guys mm-hmm. are affiliated with the products we make at Repcolite there's always something we everything can find everything from asphalt to tennis courts and everything in between yeah all kinds do. of different stuff Kevin mm-hmm. do you have anything else you want to throw at us um, I've got bugs crawling all over me that's that's the nature <laughs> I was talking hopefully about hopefully you're going to get in the dunk tank later <laughs> yeah well I should clarify for people yeah. who just tuned in <laughs> we're outdoors that's yeah. where the bugs are coming from it's not a hygiene issue Mostly. One other thing I maybe want to add is that this is available in four bases and it has some stock colors. So some safety colors, black, white, bronze tone. But we can make virtually any color you want in both the gloss and the satin finish. Yeah, so Command, Coratec. It's a product that we've got in our... Made by Benjamin Moore. Yeah, made by Benjamin Moore. We've got it at the Repcolite stores. Just stop out and ask. Kevin, what are you going to do the rest of the day today? Well, here we're at Well, I'm going to go practice on that dunk tank thing because I'm hoping that uh, I don't look like a fool when I try to throw. Try I, to throw. I had a shoulder replacement, so I haven't really tried throwing Yeah, much. I want to see you throw. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for being here. All right. Thanks a lot, Dan. So there, Dan, what did you think? That was sheer radio brilliance, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely great. Command from Coratech, which is a Benjamin Moore company, it's very interesting. Right after we recorded that segment you know, at the luncheon at Lakewood, We went off to do our things, finished setting up our tables for all the little giveaways and things that we've got going on. And as I'm doing that, setting up my table, a contractor that I've known for years, because I worked at the Lakewood location. Right, that's where you started. That's where I started, 10 or so years in the store there. A contractor that I've known all that time stops by, and we're just chatting, and he mentions a project that he's got going on. He's got a buddy who kind of will go out and quote paint jobs, and then when he needs help, He'll snag oh, this painter. Surprise! Yeah, help me out <laughs> on this on this project. And what they had was a project at Sandy Pines. Oh yeah, the mobile home resort yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. And then he had a project out there where they're repainting the cabinets and the trim in a trailer. So a relatively small project. But my contractor friend was saying, you know, I'm not sure, really sure what to do because all the trim and the cabinets. Are like plastic. They're like vinyl coated. Vinyl coated wood stuff. Yeah, looks like wood. Yeah, a little picture on it that looks like wood. What do I put on it? And I'm just sitting there thinking. Command. It's the perfect solution for something like that. It will bond to that surface. It's like we talked about with Kevin in the interview. Dry quickly. Dry quickly. He can get everything back to service very very fast. And yeah, just thought it was interesting. There's another application for it. If you're in property management, facility maintenance, for sure. You're going to find a use for this product. Absolutely. So check it out. And even regular homeowners, DIYers, there are some specific spots like shelving and stuff like that. That's another one that's really interesting. And I'm looking at the command tech data sheet, and it talks about how it's block resistant in an hour. Wow. Why don't you talk about Block resistance? Yeah, it, you know, explain that to people so, what that is. Yeah, that doesn't mean putting a cement block on something. Right. But it does mean that stickiness that sometimes you feel with water-based paints when you put a, something on a shelf that's been painted with it. If it kind of sticks to it, that's what we call blocking. Right. And it's sometimes it takes a while for a paint to develop a resistance to that. What is the normal time? Is there a normal time? Just- with water-based paints, you know, it obviously depends on temperature and humidity and stuff like that, but it could be up to a week before it reaches its maximum hardness. So if you've ever painted shelves, you know, like in the kitchen, maybe in your cabinets, mom always, she had painted those before, so she always had to repaint when she repainted the cabinets. And then all the cups would get put back in, and yes, you'd have to snap them off of the shelf, it felt (laughs) like. This is block resistant in an hour. It won't do that, yes. It won't do that. So just another really cool characteristic of command from Coratech. Wanted to highlight that, throw that out there. 
And I don't know, Dan, that's it. That's all the time we've got. The clock is telling us we've got to stop. There's other shows that want to play, and we've got to yield the floor. I you, guess. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite stores are all open, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen, And I'm Dan Altino. Thanks for listening. 